Hello, welcome to Supercast, brothers. I am Jono, or Jonathan, or or Jupity Do, or whatever, and I am shell shocked by a recent revelation that we're going to get into in a moment. I know, uh, right? There's also Bioshock coming here. to Nintendo Switch. That was a major surprise to me. I am, I am pleasantly surprised by that too. I'm glad that they're not releasing Bioshock in, you know, like oh here's Bioshock one, here's Bioshock two, here's Bioshock Infinite, which is kind of what they did with Panzer Dragoon, and that wasn't really a good idea in hindsight. Yeah, I've heard people are upset about the remake for that. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's just a short game. Anyway, this is Lister. I Hi, think. Xantox here, as always. Yeah, yeah, as always. I, I know you are waiting for Kelly, but no, it's just the two of us. Nah, no Jake, no no Beaver Bunny, not, nothing of the sort. Yeah, Beaver Bum Bunny is actually what uh, Jamie Alamore had went by in high school. So it's funny you mentioned that. I'm sorry. As one of our prior guests. <laughs> No, he likes it. I still call him that today. Um, so, we had our reveal for Smash. We had a Nintendo Direct? What? And we had a Nintendo Direct. A Nintendo Direct Mini. Um, but in the Which midst I, of... I find funny. They call it Mini, but it's still half an hour. It's like, yeah. I think... And then normal drugs are like 20 minutes? Like, what? what I agree. Fuck? I think... I think that it was more on content since they had a, you know, a few a few good reveals in there, but they're all uh, re-releases or indie titles for the most part, other than uh, Xenoblade, and which we already got. There was reviewed. no guy so in front was... of the camera talking at us explaining things. Exa yeah, like it wasn't a full-on direct in that sense, but with the uh, with all the uh, nonsense going on in the world right now, it's we got a pretty good presentation out of them. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot that I was excited about. Um, good job is probably the runaway surprise favorite of that direct, <laughs> um, which I am shocked that that's a game that Nintendo put out because it looks like a like a it looks like high an indie grade game. indie title. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it like looks like Goose Game, Untitled Goose. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, precisely, precisely. Or See, I'm VR game on the right track. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. See, our similar thought patterns are why we made this podcast. It's why we work so well together, both as podcast hosts and human beings. Right. <laughs> it's why right before recording this, uh, you went to my house and dug a bunch of holes in front of it. I did. You deserved it. So I I, I do deserve it. I um, also a pitfall. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm looking forward to that. You should. Um, New Horizons is fun. It's a, it's a good game for the times. But uh, ARMS. ARMS is extending its way into Smash. Which is a major surprise. It's, I know before this presentation appeared, many, many, pff, wow, uh, a lot of us thought that <laughs> uh, if we get any more first-party characters in Smash, it's probably going to be promotional picks for new games or at least recently released games. And ARMS is not only an old game at this point, but it's also kind of dead? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I agree. They had The party crash ended uh, last year, and we got a winner from that, but there's really been nothing else 
arms related. It hasn't received any new content since Dr. Koya was added at the end of 2017. Mm -hmm. I, I was shocked. Unbelievably shocked that it's arms? Yeah. What? Yeah, me too. Um, you know, not only was I coming into this wave expecting it to be more of a third-party deluge like the first wave, mm -hmm. but uh, which it still can be. We which... can get arms and then have four. Yeah. And, and that's what Smash 4 was too. If you don't count the characters that were just veterans being brought back, every character being added as DLC for Smash 4 was a third-party character. Yeah, the yeah. So that has was only a... been broken for Byleth, and now an arms fighter. Yeah, so that's pretty surprising. So I wonder what the implications are there. If we're going to get more characters that are first and second party than third party in this uh, wave, or even the possibility that we may get all first and second party characters. Uh, I think we can tell for sure that it's not going to be all first and second party. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Sakurai had a uh, interview late recently with Famitsu where he mentioned that uh, due to the coronavirus, the, um, at least part of the uh, can't think what it's called the fighter pass was having to be delayed because they weren't mm -hmm. able to meet with the uh, makers of one of the characters to give a presentation okay. of what their work had been so far. Oh, good. Well, that means that my uh, my hopes for Scrooge McDuck are still valid. And viable. Yeah. I need to put a pause in here. Okay. Do you hear a uh, buzzing sound coming out of my mic? Some some sort of extra background noise that just started? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, really. I can't hear anything. That seems unbelievable. <laughs> it's the because, truth. Because my work I... laptop is up here with all my other stuff, and it's Never once wanted decides to reactivate itself, mm -hmm. and it's making that you know laptop buzz kind of sound. Mm-hmm. It's super fucking annoying, and I'm pretty that's, sure the mic would have caught it. I seriously maybe you just have my volume anything. turned down. I don't know. Uh nope. Okay, now it's off. <laughs> Christ. All right, you have to leave us a timestamp for that. Yeah, it's roughly five just minutes. Roughly five. Okay. 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 You want me to just loop back a couple steps? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, in the case that we are getting more third parties, at least one on this next wave, I guess that my hopes for Chucky Finster are not unfounded. I'm pretty sure they're unfounded. Okay, okay, so what Let, about... Let's be real, if any character would ever, some fucking hell, get into Smash Bros. from Rugrats, it's Tommy Pickles. Oh, oh of course. Of it's course. not Chucky, and, it... and his final Smash is going to be Reptar. That would be... A no-brainer. <laughs> that would bring joy to my life, I don't know about you. He would also be an anime sword fighter using his screwdriver. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, especially when the other option is having Imagine Babies or the recent Switch game Pooplers as a part of Smash. So in this case, the the outside of video game realm character wins. Although Upa is a good baby in video game history. Is he? 
Yeah, it's a good game. You should play it sometime. Anyway. I don't think I will. <laughs> okay. Um, arms, though. Arms and arms and Smash. Um, so, ARMS, for, yeah. for those that aren't aware, ARMS is a new fighting game that Nintendo created and released, what, 2015? 2016? It was, it was one of the early titles uh, for the Switch. It was 2017. It was 20... Yeah, June no, 2017. No, it wasn't. It was 2016. Oh, wait, no, I'm reading this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, was... so that means they, they, they added the... They released the game mid-year 2017, and the last character was added by the end of the year? Damn, I didn't realize they were adding them that fast. Yeah. Huh. All right. They were. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was an interesting idea for a game, and it really felt like they were trying to write off the Splatoon model with it, where it's releasing yeah. with limited content at first, and then they're adding free content over time, more characters, more stages... I think there might have been a couple modes that they added in, or it's very least added like the party battles that they eventually did with their party crashes instead of Splatfest. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I, I, we both played it. I think mm-hmm. I might have played it more than you did. I, I played it long more enough to um, clear the story mode with each of the starting game's characters. And after that, I was just kind of like, you know, this is a game. I'm kind of mm-hmm. done with it. It's a really interesting idea. It's an intriguing concept. It's a fighting game that you're you know, punching each other. That's really all you do. But your fists extend, and you can equip all these different kinds of arms that do different things and have different effects and attack in different ways. But I feel like the battle uh, of a, the battles in it just weren't executed as well as they could have been. And when you have your story mode where you're going through the ranks to win the championship belt, and you have to do fucking mini games and win in the mini games that's stupid agreed hey, hey you know what imagine in street fighter 2 you would lose if you didn't completely destroy the car Mm-hmm. that's dumb yeah it is it is and the uh the, the car mini game in street fighter 2 is the most iconic representative of a mini game in a arcade mode in a fighting title yeah and it should be the bastion from which all other fighting games no matter their stripes whether they're arena fighters like arms or platform fighters like smash or whatever a traditional fighter anything they should use that as the model they should understand many games do not need to be completed right they imagine smash melee you play classic mode and it's like all right Target test. If you don't clear mm-hmm. it, you lose. Hey, yeah. race to the finish. I'm... Didn't make it. Oh, that's a shame. You got to start over now. Mm-hmm. What? It's uh, <laughs> no. It's interesting to me because I was more of a champion of Arms when it first released and was first revealed mm-hmm. than you were, and yeah. then you played a little further than I did. I think out of just uh, the the crude and monotonous curiosity uh, and research, research and curiosity yeah exactly that you like, like the only perform. reason I bought the new Animal Crossing is to research it for Smash yeah the new Animal Crossing is better than Arms though whoops That's hot true. take that <laughs> um, because Arms for me it was interesting I I was hoping that it would be like a new a, a, a new... new fighter game that Nintendo can do yeah. for years and years. Exactly, a new fighter game that Nintendo could do for years and years, like Splatoon took off, and it 
has this aesthetic to it. It has a unique characters... kind of gameplay. The only thing you could really mm -hmm. compare it to is Punch-Out. Yeah, it's like an extended version of Punch-Out. But Punch-Out is, gameplay-wise, it had more a tighter gameplay loop. It's just more of a fun thing to pursue, in my opinion, yeah. than more of the stretchy monotony of arms with the big difficulty spikes in the arcade mode, the mini games being mandatory, and then just in general, yep, uh, the loop is just uninteresting um, and just just small. It's uh, just not the greatest product Nintendo's released. They put a lot of polish in it as usual. The characters are all exciting. Well, the characters uh, are really cool to look at and, sure. and play with. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then it just ends up being a little, uh, just just a little a little lesser than I thought it would be. So I hope there's that if Nintendo is taking this, they left room to be desired. Yeah. Exactly. So I think if Nintendo is aiming to sell arms out of this, which clearly they are, um, See, it seems like it comes a little late yeah. though. It's exactly. like, so you're adding a character in to promote a game that's three years old? Why? Mm -hmm. If they, if they want to make a sequel someday, I just hope that they address the numerous flaws well, and I, make it something we can care more about. I, I think they're for sure making a sequel. I don't know what they're good. I don't know what they're working on it right now, but I don't think they'd be adding a character from Arms and the Smash as DLC if they were not planning to at least make one more game. Interesting. Like, yeah. What, or, what would be the point DLC. of that? Considering. Considering that every character added as DLC so far in Smash has been to promote a game, mm -hmm, maybe that's except true. for Banjo. Banjo is the one outlier here, and I guess maybe mm -hmm. Terry. But yeah. um, but Vilas was to promote Three Houses. Uh, Joker was promoting Persona Five and the eventual we didn't know at the time Persona Five Scramble. Mm -hmm. uh, who's the second? The hero from Dragon Quest was to promote Dragon Quest Eleven. Banjo yeah. was a legacy pick. Terry was. Terry has the arcade classic archives on the Switch. That's true. That's true. And the SNK Heroes title as yeah. well. Yeah. And I mean, isn't there like a new King of Fighters game that comes out pretty much every year or something like that? Something like that. I I just don't keep my finger on the pulse of SNK enough to know yeah. for sure. Uh, of all the of all the Fighter Pass one characters, Terry is the most is the one that is most like a Sakurai pick. Oh yeah. Considering that that's the game that inspired Smash. And maybe that's a big part of how I got it. Maybe there was an mm -hmm. argument made there. I don't know. But I don't see why they would be adding an arms fighter if it wasn't to promote an eventual upcoming arms sequel. Whether mm -hmm. it's going to be have the, have the same gameplay or if they're twisting the genre around. Or if it's like a spinoff and they're going to be doing something completely different. Maybe it's a platforming game where you play as Springman. I don't fucking know. Ah, it's something. gonna be just like Chibi Robo Ziplash. Yes, or hey, a Pikmin. great title. <laughs> they like both they're... really did wonders for their series. Yeah, <laughs> like Nintendo definitely has plans for Arms. I just don't know what those are gonna be. Most likely, it's just gonna be Arms Two. Arms and legs. God, please don't. And then when they release Arms Three. There's several ways they can. They're called head, that. shoulders, knees, and toes. There we go. That'll that'll be that'll be a system seller. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> the giant head from the opening of Super Mario 64 can be head on. Call. Apply directly to your forehead. <laughs> Our yeah. younger audience will exactly. not get that reference. 
Nope, they will not. They will not. They Sorry, will not. Eric. <laughs> they can. <laughs> oh, well, they just apply some pain. Be gone. It'll be okay. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, <laughs> when, when Arms first released, I don't know about you, but I thought, okay, I could definitely see one of these characters being a Smash. The only oh, question yeah. is if the game is going to carry itself long enough that it's still relevant by that time. When Splatoon released, everybody knew, oh my god, an oh, E3 yeah. is coming to Smash. There was no doubt in anyone's mind. I thought there was good potential for ARMS, but I had a lot of doubt. And then when Smash mm -hmm. Ultimate gets released, everybody sounds like, oh my god, we're definitely getting an ARMS fighter. Oh my god, we're definitely getting Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I'm thinking there for a minute, it's just like, wait a minute, guys. Let's think back to when Sakurai would have finished the roster. Mm -hmm. ARMS and Xenoblade 2? Are, either, are Silk either going to be a brand new release or still in development? There is no way they're getting in. It's just not happening. And people are just like, no, it's happening, it's happening. It's like, you're fucking dumb. But sure, I'll put a bet on it if you're willing to. They were wrong. <laughs> and That's we did get a Rex costume. From me and Sakurai even said, like, oh yeah, sorry, but there was not enough time to add Rex. Otherwise, I would have just like, fucking told you. And we mm -hmm. got the Spring Man sister. We're just like, see, guys, they had enough time to do that, but not to make a full character. Let's be real here. But I mm -hmm. guess they decided, hey, screw it. We'll do DLC. I, at that point, I figured, Arms is dead. We're never going to see Arms and Smash. Mm -hmm. like, it's going to fall to the wayside, like Custom Robo, Chibi Robo, Doshin the Giant, Golden Sun. <laughs> None of them are ever going to see their time because Nintendo has moved on. When was the last time Nintendo mentioned Golden Sun? Around the time they released Dark Dawn, I'm sure. Yeah, pretty much. Except for Sakura being like, yeah, Isaac's in his trophy. Sakura <laughs> doesn't count. Yeah, okay. So, around the time they released Dark Dawn, yeah. which was, so, what, 2012? Yeah, so like all those facts in mind led me to be extremely surprised that it was going to be ARMS of all things. It's like, okay. Huh. Well, I guess I got yeah. some humble pie I gotta fucking eat now. Shit. Yeah, I know. Um, like if we were gonna get another first party character, you'd figure maybe it would be Rex. Maybe it would be uh Mecha Fiora to promote the Xenoblade one. Yeah. One. Absolutely. Um yeah, or just something from or a, a more a Pokemon title. Yeah, like uh like uh Rillaboo Urshifu. Or or Urshifu, yeah. So and that could still very well happen. We can still get Xenoblade, still get Pokemon whatever the heck but arms is ushering us in for fighter fast 2 of all things i don't think the community could have predicted this no. period so, like, so supposedly there are a few people who are saying, saying that it's going to be a random arms fighter but nobody paid mm -hmm. any attention to them which is usually the case that there's usually yeah. like one or two people out there who have information and they just casually throw it out there just like <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be an arms fighter and nobody's just like uh-huh yeah 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 you're funny you're funny. Okay, mm -hmm. bye-bye. Oh, yeah. If I just came like, across them, I wouldn't believe what? That's true? <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Shit. I mean, it's it's funny because I'm, I'm more excited for the character because the characters are cool than I am about the characters and playing them in actual arms. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm, I'm not... I'm kind of indifferent to the inclusion of an arms character. I'm mildly excited about it. But I'm not. I'm not mad. It's just weird. I, I'm fairly indifferent at the moment. When we see how mm -hmm. they work, that might be what gets me interested in them. Mm -hmm. Like you can have a character that's not 
that you're not excited about, but maybe they play really cool. I don't give a two fucks about Corrin, but I love how mm-hmm. Corrin plays. Corrin, I think Terry was a good example for a lot of people too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. And then there's <laughs> characters that you're excited to have in the game, but you hate how they play. Mega Man and Duck Hunt. I am so sorry that I hate playing you. Yeah, and then Byleth turned out kind of basic too for the people that were really into him. Yeah. I, I gave Byleth <laughs> a lot of shit. I was like, alright, alright, I hate the Byleth thing, but sure, I'll I'll play them, I'll figure it out. Nah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, 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 Byleth still sucks. Sorry. Byleth is cooler in, in Fire Emblem <laughs> than they are in Smash. I'm saying it. I'll give this to Byleth. Zekirai, they are the try. best avatar. Uh, so. no, Robin is. Yeah. Robin at least has a personality. They're really less than Robin an av- is, like they're an yeah. avatar, but you really only pick some dialogue and then you ask, pick their name. They have their own distinct personality, which I am True. fine with. I just wish they were less integral part of the game. But Byleth is an integral part of the story and has zero personality. And the choices you make, with very mm-hmm. few exception, don't matter. I think it was funny that they warranted Byleth not having a personality in the game. Like, oh my gosh, you're smiling for the first time. Like, I will oh, say, okay. I, get, I think of a point to that. Because they actually mm-hmm. explain why the Avatar is an emotionless husk. I was like, okay, you get some points there for being clever. I okay, so we'll say this. Byleth is better than Corrin. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not hard. Although Corrin Cor- is better than honestly, Byleth in Smash. Honestly, Corrin's problem is the writing. As was the, writing the and problem fates. for all the fates, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But we're getting a little bit mm-hmm. off topic at this point. We need to be talking about we ARMS. Are. We are. <laughs> well, ARMS is just such an interesting game. I mean, it is, though. <laughs> ARMS is an interesting game. I just think it needs As to be executed study. better. Like, it yeah. definitely has its issues. I don't know why there needs to be a fucking basketball game that you have to win to to um, move on to the Grand Prix or a volleyball game or just hitting certain mm-hmm. targets. Like, what fucking fuckity why? Also, fighting Ninjara is bullshit. Ninjara is terrible. Like, Ninjara is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Fighting against him was... Seriously. Fighting against Ninjara was why I stopped playing ARMS when yeah. I did. I was like, okay, screw this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think at this point, uh, we pretty much covered the history of ARMS and a little bit of our experience with it. Sure. I feel like we should go through each individual character, probably in order, and um, discuss the merits of each and if we think they have a chance at being the playable fighter. Because something I really like that they did here is since ARMS is a new IP to, to Smash, it's a Nintendo IP and there's no really main character necessarily... Mm-hmm. It really could be any of them. So so they just say, like, yeah, it's an arms fighter. It could be. Literally any of them. You have no idea. Have fun speculating until June. Mm-hmm. And uh, isn't that what we do here? Speculating? Yeah. Pretty, I was pretty yeah. fucking sure, you know. I mean, here. I could have been wrong, but I felt pretty confident in saying that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the first character we have up here is the most basic of the lot, and... He's kind of like the the poster boy for arms. As they say. Springman. Springman. Yes, sir. What are the merits of a Springman inclusion? First of all, he's an assist trophy. He is. Springman is not only an assist trophy in Smash, but he also has a me costume and a spirit of him already. 
And if you're and if you believe in the spirit seeking from fighters rule, then he's out. Mm-hmm. But with this being the second DLC pack, that rule may not be in place, or maybe it just never was. It's really yeah. hard to tell. And, and if that's the case, and either way, even if it was in place, it's Sakurai rules are very fluid with him. There ultimately are not any limits here, and he's testing our abilities as speculators, essentially, yeah. with out-of-the-wall picks like this. Um, so the, it could still very well be Springman. The, the only rule that I think is 100% in is that if they got a spirit event since the, the release of the game, I think <clears> they're <throat> out for this DLC. Okay. Because by that, okay. maybe not like day one of the game being out, but by, mm-hmm. I would say, Hero being released, they would have mm-hmm. known, okay, they, they probably knew at that point, okay, we're doing another pass. Here are the characters that we're thinking of. Don't do spirit events for them because then they already have a spirit. Because if you notice, we didn't get a Fire Emblem Three Houses event, and then we got Byleth, and we got the Three Houses spirits. That's so it true. Just kind of checks we're, out there. We're in at the same time we had an Astral Chain spirit event, and right. lo and behold, no Astral Chain. Right. It's still possible you can get an Astral Chain fighter, yeah. but considering that spirit event, I just don't think it's happening. Sorry, Resident Evil fans, but. None of them are getting it either, as far as I can tell. At least those four aren't getting it. It's possible a different character could. So suddenly Claire is like the most likely Resident Evil character. I mean, I mean the four that got in were like Jill, Chris, Leon, and Wesker, I think? Yeah. yeah also known so... as every single face of the games. <laughs> yeah. So probably like Claire or Ada Wong are the only two that it could be. Which is so weird. Yeah. But... Again, off topic, but whatever. Unless it's Wesker's son. Uh, okay, then. <laughs> son of Wesker, a classic. So, Springman, like we said, he's the basic poster boy of the game. He's he's one of two poster characters for it. And mm-hmm. while every character in the game, they all have three unique arms to them that, they can, that you start out by default with and can swap between. Everybody mm-hmm. can unlock all the other arms, but everybody starts out with different three. And then they all have their own unique ability. So, yeah. Springman, his basic arms is the toaster, which is like a basic red punch with a fire element, a boomerang, which arcs mm-hmm. around, and then tribolt, which shoots off some electricity, kind of like a a taser fist. Yeah. And then his ability is just he can parry incoming attacks. That's really it. Woohoo. Which, uh, you know. You could say, oh, well, couldn't that just be his down special and it's a counter? Yes, but every character also has a guarding attack, which would already be their down special. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. also no. You know, I think uh, one point that I want to bring up too sure. is, first and foremost, using a tribolt, you have a taser fist, you can give your opponent a taser face. Number two, I would assume that the characters that are being weighed here if they were to be playable, mm-hmm. um, their home stage is far and away the likeliest thing that we're going to get out of it. I, I think them. I think that's very likely. There is one. There's mm-hmm. there's two stages that I think have a little bit more odds than everyone else. But generally speaking, mm-hmm. I believe that whichever fighter we get, their home stage and arms will be the stage that they bring into Smash. Right. So, like uh, in that case, maybe just a tiny bit of a leeway into Spring Stadium, then Springman's. Uh, home stage it's pretty like spring man himself it's it's pretty neutral yeah 
It's 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 just a basic square arena, and you can fall onto the sides to hit bounce pads and jump into the air, which I assume will be part of the stage. But other than that, it's it's relatively unremarkable. So I think it would be like a bouncy version of boxing ring. Yeah. Essentially. And that's okay in arms, but I mean, uh, me personally, I would be more excited about other characters. But at the same time, this is also about likelihood. Yeah. Uh, so so Springman, I would say if he didn't have an assist trophy, if he didn't have a spirit, he would be the obvious choice. I agree. Like when we were when we were weighing the characters for Smash prior to Ultimate, and just saying, okay, maybe an arms character can be in. It would have been Springman, or yep. or possibly Ribbon Girl. Those, we those we were, were very options. much split between Springman and Ribbon Girl. And I think you and I had pretty much decided on our own that we would rather have Ribbon Girl because she's a little bit more cooler looking than Springman and a little bit less basic. Also, more, hey, uh, another female background. Rap. Which, funnily enough, we really didn't get any of except for female Violet in the DLC. So, yeah. Speaking of, I, I guess Ribbon Girl is next on that list. Yeah. There we uh, go. Just checking their... Her page. Okay, never mind. I'll, no, I was <laughs> just checking uh, just checking something on Springman's backstory because it gave him the title of the Bouncer. So I was trying to figure out, like, was he actually a bouncer before he became an arms fighter? What? No, apparently it's just... It means this fact that he, he jumps bounces. a lot. Which is like, okay. <laughs> that's That's cool. But yeah, the next character we have on the list is Ribbon Girl, who is the female counterpart to Springman and the other poster character for the game. Uh, mm -hmm. Much like Springman, she has a me costume already in the game and a spirit. No assist trophy, though. Springman is the only assist trophy from ARMS. Yeah. So Ribbon Girl, her three uh, arms that she starts out with are Sparky, which is um, a default punching gloves, kind of like what Springman already has, but it's electric element. Mm -hmm. She's got a popper, which is like a literal party popper that you can shoot confetti out of. It has like a, <laughs> a short range cone burst attack. Then slap a mander. One of my favorite kinds of the arms. It just like mm -hmm. swings around and it just fucking slaps someone. I love it. <laughs> so cool. I think yeah, that one has I... a that version has a fire effect on it. I'm not entirely sure. I'm checking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fire. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And Those, then uh... Um, R Ribbon Girl's unique ability is that she can uh, she has an extra mid air jump and she can more easily turn from one direction to another she she has really good air mobility which is easily translatable into smash much like springman's ability oh yeah just uh give her an extra jump or something yeah so that's and it, cool and it wouldn't surprise me at all if we got a scenario of springman is the fighter but half of his half of his costumes are ribbon girl that could be easily doable too because they share the same framework mm -hmm. uh they they both have very similar builds to each other uh, and then I guess from there it will just be a deciding which arms that are default to them that we would choose between if that were the case. Good point. And at the same time too, would it be uh, Spring Stadium that's the stage, or would it be Ribbon Ring? For, I would, it would be Spring really Stadium. hope it's Ribbon Ring, but yeah, it would be Spring Stadium. Ribbon Ring is of course more interesting with uh, with its big club aesthetic. It's almost like a. Uh, Waluigi pinball kind of vibe. I mean, uh, Ribbon Girl herself is a famous pop star. Yeah, that too. Like, that's her backstory. That is she's a singer, and her mm -hmm. stage is um, 
it is a singing stage where like she would have performed and it starts out flat but then like blocks can come up from the bottom that can be obstacles that you have to try and swing your punches around or break them open and items can come out yeah yeah which i will uh... say on smashtopia i already made a move set for ribbon girl a long time ago and the stage i made for her was ribbon ring she was one of the characters i had the hardest time coming with the move set for trying to figure out how to do um her arm swapping and also not make her range too bullshit which i'm sure is something that they're uh at over at sora trying to figure out as well yeah it's a bit of a funny thing sakurai as the belmont bros to smash talks about how they had the longest reaching attacks of any character sakurai adds mm-hmm. violet to smash has the longest reaching attack of any character Sakurai adds an arms fighter to Smash. Had the longest reaching attack of any character. It's like, what? Wait a minute. Oh, man. It's just like, who's next, I wonder? Whale Lord? I mean, maybe. That would be okay with me. I don't I know it would be for you, too. No. I know that you're you're stumping for uh, the Gigantamax uh, Garb Order, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that Gigantamax <laughs> one. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's why it's going to be playable. No, it's not. Uh, maybe Ninjara will be. Eh. Ninjara, though, is the next character. I mean, unless you have anything more to say on Ribbon Girl. I mean, she's, much like Springman, she's pretty simple. Uh, her mm-hmm. arms... I don't think the slapping the slapping meter can really bring much uniqueness to Smash. Outside of, like, what the regular punch can already do. But the popper would, would be just different. Be funny. And... I just think she'd be a more interesting character than Springman, pretty much. Other than that, I agree. She's not one of the better choices. There's just no, not much. It's just her. like Springman. It's just the just the poster child of the series, essentially. Yeah, but also not a main character because no one stretched mm-hmm. things out. Yep. Yeah. So, so Ninjara, to my Ninjara, understanding, one of the more popular characters. I mean, ninjas are always popular. Let's be honest mm-hmm. here. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And that, that's literally mm-hmm. his backstory is he's a ninja in training. That's Ooh, it. Good for him. That's his backstory. <laughs> and then the arms that he starts out with are the Chakram, which fires out a Chakram that kind of works boomerang-esque. Buff, which is mm-hmm. a wind-based uh, regular regular punch glove. Then Triblast, which is the fire version of the Trifold. So not much there. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then his unique ability is that he has better evasion than anyone else. And he can teleport. Like each, it says here that each time Ninjara blocks an attack, he will disappear, taking no shield chip damage, and then teleport to a different location for a counterattack. He is utter bullshit. Yeah, that's pretty broken, isn't it? Very broken. <laughs> Although that would make for a bit of a unique take on a down special counter. Uh, mm-hmm. They hit your counter, you disappear, and now you're behind them and you're punching them. It's a little bit, mm-hmm. it's, it's similar to Greninja's. Except you don't like, um, you can't appear from on top of them. You're always behind them. Yeah. That'd be cool. That's interesting. Yeah, it would be. It would be like a kind of a more practical take on a mimic or something along those lines. I'm not sure how, but okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the break. Sure. We have breaks Mm -hmm. now, apparently. Yeah. Did not know. So there's not mm-hmm. really much else for me to say about Ninjara. Uh, he is a spirit in Smash Ultimate already, one of the five spirits that ARMS has in the game. Mm-hmm. He, he's fairly popular, he's a ninja. The teleport thing is really the only thing that's unique about him. 
Mm-hmm. But other than that, and I don't have much to say also on him. More oh, interesting yeah. than Spring Stadium, at least. That's right. <laughs> he, he does have the Sage Ninja College, which is the college he attends. Uh, the Sage is pretty much a upward slope. There's a low platform, a high platform, and then an upward slope that that connects the two of them together. Mm-hmm. Which would be a unique format for a stage, but I, I don't know. It doesn't interest me too much. Yeah. I mean, it could be done. It's kind of like when you're like, oh, there's no way Moray Towers would be a stage in Smash. It's like, oh, Moray Towers is a convincing stage in Smash. It was surprising. So, yeah. Yeah. I did not so, expect Moray Towers to actually be cool in Smash. I mean, it's got some jank to it, but mm-hmm. it's an interesting idea. Yeah. I have to applaud him for it. So so that kind of lateral movement has already been... So Ninja College could work. Yeah. I agree that it wouldn't be that exciting, but... Eh. Yeah. Master Mummy! Oh, man, I'm scared. You should be. Master Mummy, you know, he's a much bigger, bulkier guy. He's a literal, literal mummy. That's exactly what he is. His motivation for earning the Grand Prix... To reunite with his family. How? I don't know. Considering they are probably dead. Probably. <laughs> so he has three different kinds of arms that we haven't discussed yet. There's the Megaton, which is a gigantic ball. That's It's very slow, but it has priority over almost everything know. else. And it just destroys and, other arms. There's the Retorture, which I'm not sure what this is. Like, I, we, we didn't play arms... To a high degree, so uh, I, I, I played a lot of Master Mummy oh, when I was playing ARMS. So I can, if I'm recalling this correctly, there's always the case that I may not, because it's still been three years. But Master Mummy was kind of like a noob-friendly character with a super armor, which is why I abused playing as him. Yep. Uh, so the retorture, to my knowledge, was an arm that you could use, and you would you would extend it towards an opponent, and then it was like a blast cannon, so it would shoot a uh, beam out of the arm. Really? If I recall, huh. yes, I'm. I am doing some uh, quick. Oh yeah, yep. So they shoot. They can shoot fire. They're they're multi shot type arms weapons that shoot fire. Okay. Yeah. And then his third arm is the Phoenix, which uh, curves around real good, and it looks like a, a you know, it looks like you're shooting a bird. That's all I got. Aha! Uh-huh. Just like Duck Hunt, but not, not well, at all. Except you know you're firing the bird from your arm, but okay. Yeah, you're firing it from your arm, so you're shooting the bird, but you're not actually shooting a bird in the traditional sense. You're literally shooting a bird, right? As in, it's shooting out of your hand, right? It's an interesting distinction. And then, as for his abilities, uh, Master Mummy, when he's blocking, can heal over time. Mm-hmm. And he also does not take flinch damage from non-charge attacks. And even some charge attacks won't do flinching against him when he's either jumping, dashing, or punching. Plus, he has extra damage reduction when a punch when a punch is being resisted by him. He is heavy defensive. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think he would work well in Smash. But he's the Grim Creeper. That's his official biography. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Just a character who 
whose special skill is being totally buff and okay. having all of these different defensive capabilities. That, yeah, exactly. That would be that would make for a broken character in Smash. Yeah, very. So um, the mausoleum is a cool stage. Uh, at least aesthetically speaking, I mean, it looks like a mausoleum. Yeah. So it has that going for it. It's it's got a very um, spooky feel, which we don't have mm -hmm. any spooky stages in Smash. We have Luigi's Mansion, we have Dracula's Castle, and that's it. The Great Cave Offensive is spooky. Only because it sucks. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, I, I just found out um, while looking at the stage that apparently the center section is breakable, mm -hmm. and there is a spiderweb trampoline, a hidden building. Oh, that's right. It. So yeah. that would be an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't see Master Mummy working, though, unfortunately, and I think that he's probably among the least likely characters to be playable in Smash, in my yeah. opinion, at least. I um, mean, uh, I he, love the guy. He's definitely in the lower yeah. tier. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, he wouldn't be who I put at the very bottom of the list, but he, oh, no. he doesn't rise much above Headlock it. would be at the very bottom. <laughs> Headlock doesn't count. Biff would be at the very bottom. Biff then also doesn't count, him. but yes. <laughs> uh, Mechanica counts. True. But Mechanica's not next. True. Is she not? No, she's not. Min Min is a fan favorite character. Well, she's made of ramen. So I mean, well, I mean, there's that going for it. What her her arms are ramen noodles. Yes, that is true. And her yeah. hair kind of looks like ramen as well. Yeah. Plus, I mean, her stage is literally a gigantic ramen bowl, and her hobby is Which eating is mom's homemade very ramen. Very entertaining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like she, <laughs> her her backstory is, oh, wait, a member of Rob. Oh, uh, and like their ramen stores, like the Nintendo Noodle House. <laughs> a family restaurant. So mm -hmm. Min Min's arms are the Megawatt, which is very similar to one of the arms that uh, Master Mummy has. The Ram Ram, which is just like the Chakram. And then the Dragon, which is, looks like a dragon head, that fires lasers. Mm -hmm. it, lasers yeah. that stretch across the whole arena. It's like, holy shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And something I forgot to mention as well is that every arm not only has their basic punch... But they can be charged up, in which, and then they'll have an additional effect. And yeah. like when you charge up the dragon, it's the it, the laser beam becomes even larger. Mm -hmm. And then um, her her um, only abilities that she has is that uh, she can jump off she can jump off the air or jump off the ground to and knock down incoming attacks. And she can charge mm -hmm. up her arms for longer than usual compared to other characters. And she can even if she has a dragon equipped. I don't actually. I don't know if she has to have a dragon equipped, but it says here that she can turn her left arm into a dragon, and when in that form, that arm remains charged until she's knocked down. I don't know what that looks like. But that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, I think that she's a really great design. Has some interesting arms available to her. I don't think that there's anything really standing in her way to be a smash character especially to my recollection since she won the popularity contest she did uh starting in 2017 uh, arms had a series of party crash battles where they were pretty much determining mm -hmm. who the most popular character is and the final round came down to min min versus ninjara and min min won so she's mm -hmm. been, since been hailed as the party crash and i've seen people say that oh so it's probably gonna be min min since she won the party crash 
it's it that's how they know you know you just pick the most popular character and you're gonna please the most amount of people from those games. There's just one small. That's why we have Edelgard. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Yep. But the, there is one small thing that really hurts my Miz chances. She's already a spirit. That's true. So unless they're going with spirits don't matter, which they very well could be, Minmin's out Gino of the run. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as for her stage, the ramen bowl, like we said, it's literally a gigantic bowl of ramen that you're fighting in. There is no ramen, it's just the bowl. Uh, there's mm-hmm. really there's really nothing else to it. It's it's a circular arena, and it ha- it dips down in the middle after getting to the center of the bowl. That's really there's nothing special about it. It's kind yeah. of a I mean, it's an interesting stage in Arms, but in Smash it will just be very very boring. Yeah, looks wise, it's very entertaining. That's about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. That giant chicken can fall out onto the ramen bowl and break. Mm. How about that? No. No. <laughs> okay, but uh. Yeah, that that's the one thing going against Min Min. Otherwise, she would be one of my favorites to be in. But yeah, who knows? Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next character we have is Mechanica, and the the Lord Arms is pretty much that. Either you have to, you have to be born with the ability to have extendable arms, it may not manifest um, when you're young. It might take a long time for that for them to manifest, but if you don't have it, you don't got it. Mechanica mm-hmm. doesn't have the ability to extend her arm, so how is she a fighter? Because she's inside of a mech. Because she's inside of a mech. Mechanica is just like, well, I can't read signs, so that's not going to stop me. And mm-hmm. she built a mech with extendable arms so that she could fight anyways. That's her whole story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the, the arms that she has, she's got the revolver, which is like the retorture. Uh, a homie, which is... It looks like a penguin. It's a homing missile type deal. Yeah, that Great is name. definitely a penguin. And then she has the <laughs> hammer, which is a hammer. So it swings out, and then it bonks somebody on the head. Nice. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mechanica herself, she's a heavyweight character, very much like Master Mummy is. So she can armor mm-hmm. through attacks better than other characters. Uh, so she's a little bit more immune to hit stun. Uh, she's also decided to be somewhat more agile than Master Mummy. And she has the ability to hover in midair when doing attacks. Mm-hmm. And she can even extend her dashes by holding the dash button. Mm-hmm. Which could work in Smash, but I don't think Mechanica is a popular enough character for them to even consider choosing her. I agree. I, I'm surprised that um, that she isn't more popular, all considered. Uh, she's She has a fairly pleasant uh, design. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. At the uh, at the very least, um, trying to get into Sakurai's sometimes obtuse thinking here, maybe he would believe that Mechanica is not the best representative of arms since she has artificial arms. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. That's a very fair point. Um, yeah, so there is that too. Um, then, I mean, I guess her, her stage is at least worth mentioning. It's the Scrapyard. Yeah, it, it is the Scrapyard. It is the Scrapyard. Uh, it, it has a raised looks... platform and two ramps leading up to it, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. That's different than all the other stages we've seen so far. And then two yeah. support columns in the middle of the stage. Interesting. I could even see it's, some uh... hazards being on the stage with, like, construction going on. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I don't have anything the, to say uh... about Mechanica. 
possibly the least likeliest character we talked about so far has the most interesting stage. So there's that. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty true. <laughs> that is definitely, definitely true. And a little sad as a result. Yeah, but... yeah it kind of is. Oh, if we're looking at the same list, it's uh, my man is next. Your man? Or uh, my viscous jar of jelly. No, that's not who's next. We're not looking at the same list then. I'm no, we are not. I'm looking at fandom wiki. I'm looking at the arms wiki. <laughs> nice. Good God, you're so stupid. There's an arms wiki? I yes. thought it was a dead game. I mean, it is a dead game. Let's be real. Nintendo just doesn't know it yet. So the next character is actually <laughs> Twin Tell, who, much like Mechanica, is very unique in that they don't have extendable arms. Instead, Twin Tell has extendable hair. How? I'm not that quite happen? sure why or how. I also don't care mm -hmm. why or how. <laughs> Uh, it, it says uh, on here that according to the Arms Labs in in the in-game universe, she's the only person to ever be have the ability to extend their hair, and that they've tried to ask her to let them research her, and she's like, "Lol, no." <laughs> um, Twintil is a movie star. Mm -hmm. Silver screen, not the big screen, but you know she's still a movie star. Uh, yeah. her, the three arms she has is the chilla, which is she's an like ice an base. influencer. I mean. More than that, I would say, but sure. <laughs> uh, it, it's another basic punching off, just ice. Uh, she's got the parasol, which is quite literally an umbrella that you shoot out, and it has pretty good shield quality, so it helps other projectiles from bashing into it. It's less mm -hmm. of a punching of its own right. And then the Thunderbird, which is an electric variant of uh, Master Mummy's Phoenix. And I'm trying to see what her abilities are in here. Oh, she has the ability to slow down punches. Giving her the opportunity to close distances safely by neutrally, neutralizing her opponent's pokes from range. So a little bit of Bayonetta in there and that she can slightly kind of maybe stop time. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I would say that her stage is one of the more interesting ones too. Her stage is one of my favorites. It's Cinema Doom yeah, and it's in front of like a red carpet event. And there's multiple mm -hmm. limos parked out front that you can fight on top of and punch. I think that'd be really cool. And it, in a way, it'd be a slight call up back to Street Fighter 2 having cars that you can oh, play yeah. on stage. Like, oh my god, mm -hmm. please. I don't Twin Tail wouldn't be my personal pick, but if it means we get this stage in Smash, I am all in. <laughs> Unfortunately, again, she is another spirit character that's already in Smash Ultimate. The last of the spirits, so we won't have any more than to say, but it does yeah. hurt her chances. She is a fan favorite, though, so there is that. Oh, absolutely. She's uh, among the very top favorites alongside Min Min, I would imagine. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Her, Min Min, and Ninjara are definitely some of the most favorite, favorite characters in the game. Mm-hmm. For varying reasons. <laughs> and that's all I'll say on that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're appealing in a way. Yes. All right, since you're on the proper list, I'll just let you tell us who's next. You really should, because you are dumb. What about you? Intelligent. Ah. Yes. So, so you have a... The next character is one of the more unique ones. Probably out of the base roster, the most unique character. 
No, not Helix. It's Bite and Bark. Bite and Bark is uh-huh. a pair of robots. So, again, a character that isn't naturally an arms fighter because, you know, they're not natural mm-hmm. themselves. Uh, Bite is a humanoid robot while Bark is a dog head on a wheel. <laughs> and they work for the police. Mm-hmm. Why the police have a robot with a pet dog head and they let fight in tournaments, I don't know. <laughs> but Bite and Bark technically have three arms between them, because Bite has his two, and then Bark can shoot lasers out of his mouth, kind of like the dragon arm. Oh, but, yeah. But the arms that Bite himself has is the Seeky, which is uh, the uh, seeking, the seeking Missile Penguin, Cracker, which is like the Popper, and then Bub, which is another one of the basic punching gloves, but this one is no attribute to it. It has no element. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because it's a damn robot. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, I've I've already covered their ability because they had, like, the whole extra robot thing to them. I don't think they have any other uniqueness to them. I'm trying to see real quick if that's true or not. Uh, If you enable a rush, you will instantly revive Bark because the pup can be knocked out as well. But it doesn't look like there's anything else that's particularly different about them. No. Oh wait, no, apparently Bark so isn't the doesn't fire lasers. It has a an arm that resembles the toaster arm, which is the fire punch club that Springman has. Right. Oh, that's oh okay. It. Uh they're interesting in the sense that they're a duo. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and you can have that mechanic translated over or Bark is constantly following bite and uh hitting like Rosalina and Lumen scenario. Kind of Exactly, and then he can knock out Bark independently of Bite, that sort of thing. So it would be it would be interesting to have. I don't know if they're one of the likelier characters just out of the idea of them not being as popular, but it's uh it's interesting to weigh. Um, they're they're not super popular, yeah. and I kind of think they'd be harder to implement because yeah, sure we have Rosalina and Luma and Olimar the Pikmin, but Bark acts on his own in arms. And that's not how Luma or the Pikmin are. They don't act oh, that's on their true. Own. That's true. So it'd be a little bit and more while they can like they could while be they that can make bark, bark dumber. is a special move yeah. and that's it. That's I feel true. it'd be a little bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And and Sakurai has been really uh, since Smash Four adamant about representing characters accurately. Yeah, definitely. Uh Buster Beach their stage it's a beach like, yeah it's a beach with one part that has higher elevation than the other and i guess it's shaped like a fire hydrant so that's supposed to be cute i guess and that's kind of it yeah and, that's, uh, that's really the whole yeah. thing there's nothing else to it <laughs> it's just kind of there <laughs> so yeah, i mean to be fair fighting games mm-hmm. usually don't have interesting stages to translate to smash they usually that's don't because they're almost always just flat planes yeah. Like, they really is... had a Hail Mary with the King of Fighters arena, though. Oh my god, it's so cool, though. It's one of mm-hmm. my favorite stages now. And yeah, Suzaku Castle, for Ryu, they did a mm-hmm. pretty good job with. They pretty much, they ignored the actual stage part of it in Street Fighter, and they just were like, look at the background behind the stage. That's our stage. It's like, okay. Yeah, but there you go. Like, if they add in a Soul Calibur character, every stage in that game is, is a circular platform or a square platform, I guess. 
and mm-hmm. then a bottomless <clears throat> void on all edges. There's nothing yeah. to them. What the hell mm-hmm. do you do? Make the void the stage. Oh. It's a it's a philosophical thing. Yes, I see. <laughs> so next up is one of my personal favorites. We have Kid Cobra. He's a snake boarder and live streamer. He's very <laughs> snake like. And you know, mm-hmm. he he's that troubled teen that just hangs out at the skate park all day. Meh. Damn kids. <laughs> yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh his three arms are the Slamamander, which is as you can imagine, like the slap Slapamander, the Hydra, which is like the Tribolt, and the Coolerang, which is an ice version of the Boomerang. And as for his play style and abilities, I mean, he, he has slow dashes when uncharged, but he has the highest jump in the game. Uh, he can duck under incoming damage, which is pretty cool, but I don't know how to really mm-hmm. work in Smash besides just being an animation. Yeah. Uh, and when he's attacking during a charge dance, all his arms change attack pattern if as if they were in midair, which I don't really know what that means, but okay. <laughs> he he's I like his design though. But he's also yeah, me too. very, very basic in terms of what he would bring to Smash. Right. Like, right. So, like the so ex- far, Bite and Bark and Min Min and Ninjara have the most unique stuff that they would bring in. Oh yeah. Kid Cobra, of course, the high jump can be easily translated to Smash at the very least. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, he has a fairly basic set of arms. So that's just kind of it. He does have a great design. Oh, yeah. The, the, the whole snake park idea, I guess what you can do with it, you can maybe introduce snake borders to the stage to make it a little more interesting. Probably not, though. Uh, the I guess they're some of the platforms are rideable, so you can... Yes. Actually bring them around the stage. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I'm not it, sure how that would translate to Smash, but like they have they have two circular platforms that you can jump on and ride around the stage like you're snake boarding around and you're fighting on top mm-hmm. of them. The funny thing is that in arms, if you're if your opponent is on one of the boards and you're not, you're fucked. You're done. <laughs> you don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how they could implement these in Smash unless they were just like okay, here's some platforms that just move around like maybe there's one movable platform attached to the bottom of the to the top of the stage and just moves from side to side i don't know that's that's really all i yeah. have for that i yeah. feel like they could probably make something work for it but i'm not entirely confident what that something is yeah me neither it's it's at least an interesting concept like you can present something from out of it you're just not sure what the implementation would be off the cuff mm-hmm. yeah so, uh, who do we have next? Your favorite. So I'll let you take the ah, Good old... Stretchy Boy. Helix. Yes. He is uh, also known as DNA Man in Japan, which is an even better name. <laughs> I mean, considering he's a science experiment that became an arms fighter, yeah. That yeah, makes sense. He has and a his science... arms resemble DNA molecules. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, as I recall, Helix's uh, special ability, essentially, he's goopy. He's, he's made of slime. He's, he's just this uh, DNA weird experiment gone wrong or right. Yeah. Who really knows that? Um, 
So in that his whole body is stretchy, he can extend himself upwards to get a better purview of the arena and be able to stretch his arms outwards uh, more accurately towards opponents. Or he can have a defensive maneuver where he sinks into the ground like a little little bowl of jelly. Puddle. Yeah, just a little puddle and can kind of just slither around and hope to avoid hits in that way. Yeah. I could so, honestly uh, see that being his up and down specials. His up, he stretches way high up instead of mm-hmm. a, instead of any kind of jump. And then his lower body rises back up to reach the rest of his body. And he just continues up from there. And his down just slinks down into a puddle. Can move around a little bit on the ground while he, as long as you hold it down. But uh, mm-hmm. attacks that attacks will just go over his head unless you're attacking directly at the ground where he's at. That would be unique. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. And his uh, arms that he has are the uh, the blorb, which is a very heavy type of arm that you can, uh, to my recollection, you, you throw them out and they just kind of flail towards the ground because they're so heavy. Yeah, uh, they, they bounce so, along the ground before exploding. Yeah, so they bounce along the ground and then they, then they explode into some blue slime and it's it, they're very unpredictable, kind of uh, cumbersome to get used to playing with but they would also uh you know and they they uh they blind an opponent which is very annoying when you're fighting helix in arms but uh i'm not sure how that would translate as the trademark arm in smash because blinding an opponent is not really something that we do no but but uh, you could maybe uh impact their mobility right oh that's true that's true. Like you can, you can maybe either they're, the they're temporarily slowed down or they're kind of stuck in place until they can uh, get the jelly off of them. Like they were stuck in a pitfall trap or something. Yeah, that's true. Or it could just work like uh, Ink does with, uh, with the that's Inkling. That's true. Yeah, it could work like the Inkling yeah. Ink. So uh, then it's other Helix's other arms are the uh, Ice Dragon, which, uh, you know, it's like the regular dragon, but with ice and yep. ice beam. Uh, and the guardian that uh, that's acts kind of like more of like a shield, so it can uh, you can block any arm, any other arm with the guardian, which is pretty so. Powerful. Yeah, so that's also significant since Helix is kind of a glass cannon type character. Uh, that's another defensive technique that's welcome to his play style. Yeah, so. Uh, that's uh that's that's the boy. That's Helix. So far he kind of seems like he'd be the most unique character that we'd have at least of the characters that we've discussed so far because he's got his stretchiness to him. He's got the blorp which is a very different kind of arm. It's not just a throw a punch. And the Ooh. guardian is pretty much perfect defensive. I I assume that no matter which character we get, their standard special is going to be changing or not not their standard special. Um uh, they're going to have one of their specials be changing which arm they're using. That might actually be the down. Maybe we don't have any kind of counter or defensive thing. Yeah. I don't know. Or that's maybe, something that I've maybe been stewing over. Maybe that'll be the standard, actually, and it's the side special that's the actual punch. And then for Kirby, yeah. you know, it'll be like a Olimar scenario where he just throws the punch at the side special instead. I can yeah, see that. That could be that could be very true. Uh that's something that I was thinking of, too, is that, you know, in arms itself, you're able to have an arm on one hand and another arm on another. 
Mm-hmm. I wonder how swapping arms in that sense would work in Smash, since there's so many separate options. Uh, for for Smash, I'm assuming that you'll just have the same arm on both arms. Uh, anything I'm else is so too. way too complicated. Yeah, because you can't quite make it work like that uh, Monado. Week. Yeah. It's it's just kind of a, a little extra. So I, I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Just want to get your thoughts. Uh, also, Helix's stage is the DNA lab, which is a, a lab where I'm assuming Helix was conceived. Yes. So It, it has like a uh, um, two, two raised platforms on the left and the right, and there's a bunch of test tubes with different versions of Helix inside of them that I'm assuming are right. failed experiments and that you can break them open... But otherwise, they're obstacles, mm-hmm. like just kind of get yeah. in your way. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's uh, not the most interesting season. One of the, the more interesting ones at the same time. So, eh, there you go. I would I would be okay with Helix. I think uh, because of his unique properties, he's probably kind of middling in likelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, there's so much, there's so much gray area here because the most popular characters are all spirits or me costumes or assist trophies. Um, and then you're just kind of fighting in the mid range to the low range with the, with the remaining. Yeah. Which isn't much of a surprise in all honesty. No. Then, uh, that, does that, that wraps up the initial roster i think yes arms launched with 10 fighters in the base <laughs> game uh springman all the way through helix then they added five other characters after that as dlc one of them was technically mm-hmm. already in the game max brass he's the boss character of the grand prix and he's who you'll fight mm-hmm. at the end uh later versions of the game added a different character as the final boss if you play on a high enough difficulty and max brass actually has two versions that you fight him on. He has his regular max press form in the lowest of difficulties. And then later on, he has a form which uh, he kind of gets possessed by this gigantic head with extra mm-hmm. arms. It's really weird. I don't know why it's a thing, but it's a thing. <laughs> I, if max press got in, I would absolutely see that as his final smash. Oh, yeah. But otherwise, I mean, his three basic arms are the nade, which is a basic punch glove, and it's explosive type. Uh, there's a roaster, which is another basic punch glove, and it's fire type. The moves mm-hmm. two fire type basic punch gloves. That's interesting. Okay. Then he has the kablammer, which is another hammer. And uh, as far as yeah. his abilities are concerned, uh, he can temporarily increase the size of his upper body after he uh, charges up his punches or successfully is able to throw an opponent. So uh, his, ar- his arms in the game, as a boss at least... I don't know if it's the same. I don't know if this is just him as a boss or it has a character as well, but they're constantly charged during his buffed up state, and his armor is constantly active in that state as well. So he can get pretty damn tanky. Mm-hmm. And then when he's below twenty five percent health, he's always in his pumped up state, which is fucking nuts. And he mm-hmm. also has Springman's ability to deflect incoming punches. It's like Jesus, he is such a guy. He's quite obviously. The, uh, the the high champion of the arms league, he's got that you got to take down if you want to be the new champ. Yeah, and I could easily see him being the arms rep since it's not like a main character. It's like, well, why not just do the champion? That makes sense. Yeah, except he has champion, two yeah. regular punch gloves, which is kind of boring. 
Yep. At the same time, having a more neutral fighter almost seems like the standard for this kind of thing when you're introducing a series to the to Smash. Yeah. So it's not like uh, he's unlikely. Actually, um, it's funny. He's he's essentially the antagonist of the game. And at the same time, I also view him as one of the likeliest characters just because he has more of a presence than any than most of the other characters um, since because of his prevalence in the arcade mode or story mode. While also, uh, I totally lost my thought, but... Nice job. There was, good, there, was some, there was some good thoughts before that. And the uh, Sky Arena is really kind of a creepy place and would be an interesting stage. It has giant versions of his head looming over from the corners. But as terms of like the layout of the stage itself, yeah, Sky Arena is what's floating up in the sky. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very it's very similar to Springman Stadium. Uh, it's square, mm-hmm. it's flat, but there is a raised platform in the middle. And that's it. That's, yeah, that's it, it was. It's pretty clear that they they meant Max Grass to be like a uh, total antithesis to Spring Man and and when they were making this game, an antithesis, but sure. Yeah. Yep. So the next character um, was added in version three point uh, I'm not too sure. Like about three months after the game release, because game released in June, and Lola Pop was added in September. Lola Pop is a clown. Yeah. That's uh Yeah. It's a clown. Her arms are made out of candy. Uh Laffy Taffy or some variant of that, I'm assuming. Considering, you know, stretchiness. Mm-hmm. Uh she can inflate herself like a ball. Which is very, very strange. Uh it's kind of pretty much how she shields. It gives her extra defense. And she can slowly move around the stage while in that state. Uh, she can immediately cancel into a fast dash or high jump while she's inflated. She can also inflate in the air while dashing so that she can shield uh, momentarily in the air before falling down. It's it's very strange to look at. Like she just puffs up <laughs> her gigantic clown pants and she becomes a fucking balloon. Like, alright, sure. What the fuck ever. Uh, as for her three different arms, she's got the fun chuck, which is an arm that's holding a pair of nunchucks. Yeah. Its attribute is stun. Pretty clear what that does. She's got the biffer, which is a multi-shot arm, kind of like a... Actually, I don't know if we've seen one that's exactly like this one. We, we might have. I might have mistakenly called something similar to the tribal when I shouldn't have. But uh, it, it can blind opponents... Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the clapback, which wow, what a name! Uh, it's what a, a name. Uh, it's a shield. Not much. Not quite as impenetrable like Helix's shield, but it's another shield arm. But it I will actually reflect arms back at opponents. Hence the name clapback. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty interesting. Gotta... The clapback is the antithesis of the clap forward. Antithesis, but okay. Yeah. Uh, her stage, Via Dolce, it's a street, and it's got a... It's not a straightforward street, like the Ninja College one is. It's got exactly two turns to it. It's kind of kind of basic other than that. Got I yourself, have nothing else to say there. 
street it's on action. a slight hill. A slight, slight hill. Looks, uh, looks like a fun place to visit. You really think so? Yeah, you can see all those clowns. Oh, good deed. Yeah, it would be a good time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Lollipop Forward are the characters I'm not familiar with because I stopped playing ARMS before they were released. Yeah, that's kind of the story with me as well. Like, I know a little bit about the next characters because they have a very unique mechanic to them. That's Misango, who mm -hmm. is, uh, I think he's an Amazonian fighter. Uh, no, Mayan. My mistake. Mm -hmm. So Misango is uh, from from the Mayan temples, the ruins, whatever. He, he's from that general area. The real interesting thing about Misango is that he has the three different spirit guardians that he can swap between. Uh, there's a red, uh -huh. a blue, and a yellow, which all comp which all alter his uh, attributes, which makes him a very interesting fighter in what I think is one of the best options for Smash. I just don't know if he's popular enough for Sakurai to consider. But right. when he has the red spirit out, he is resistant to punches, much like Master Mummy Super Armor. It increases the size of his arms, increases the damage when he does a grab attack, but it lowers his speed on the ground and in the air, as well as his overall jump performance. With the blue spirit, uh, it increases his ability, or mobility rather, in the air and on the ground, but it decreases his arm size and grab damage. Yellow will fill the rush gauge, which is a flurry of punches that you can do once you uh, increase the meter. It, it, it fills that meter at a faster rate and blocks punches automatically when you activate a rush, but again, deactivates your movement speed and your grab damage. So he can swap nice. between what you want to do as you're fighting. Like, do you need to get the hell out of dodge? Are attacks coming at you? Switch to blue. Do you need to hit hard? Switch to red. You need a little bit of extra boost on your uh, gauge there? Go to yellow. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if you get to choose which one you want exactly, or if there's like a set order you get to swap between. I honestly don't know. I didn't really play the character much. I just know this little bit, a little bit about him. Uh, his three arms, he has the Scorpio, which looks like a scorpion. Mm -hmm. You fire it, uh, it'll run on the floor. It's not. It doesn't go flying through there. This one actually just runs to the floor until it gets to the opponent, and it stings them. It is the first poison attribute arm that was added to the game. Oh, interesting. Yep. Then they have the Glusher, which is very much like the Blore, but it is also poison. But other than that, uh -huh. it's pretty much the same. Then there's the Scully. All three of his arms are poison attribute, and it looks like kind of like a, a dead vulture's head, like a, the skull of a vulture. Mm-hmm. And he cool. just, you know, shoots that out, and it can pick up somebody. It moves very high, or very fast, I mean, but it does not curve pretty much at all. So do you like, uh, so you mentioned the glusher. So did. Did you uh Do you enjoy glushers or fruit by the foot? Like, what did you enjoy on the playground? I mean, both were good. Oh wait, it was a gusher that yeah, invalidates gushers. the entire thing. It does. Yeah, they were. They I were wasn't both sure good, if you got that wrong intentionally or what your deal was. The world may never know. <laughs> I don't think you even yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe not, but uh, yeah. So that's another another thing from Masango is he reminds me of Candy. Mm -hmm. Uh, this next character. 
is the character that I think out of all of the above has absolutely zero chance. Every other character, <laughs> including Springman, has a higher chance than this character. Uh, this character was added as a mid-boss to the Grand Prix uh, shortly after Lollipop was added to the game, and it is Springtron, which is a robot version of Springman. <laughs> that's that's oh, it. Man. They they it's... are the exact same. The exact Let's same. not fast flash forward three months and regret those words. I will not regret these words. The only way okay, Springtron this... is getting added to Smash is as an alternate costume of Spring Man. Mm -hmm. That is the only, only, only <laughs> way. And I could also see them adding Spring Man as a playable character and then replacing the Spring Man assist trophy with Springtron. That would make sense to me. That could work, yeah. I would be okay with that. But um, mm -hmm. he, he can deflect incoming attacks with a shockwave. He uh, could rise from the ground and emit a shockwave. Wow. And then the arms that he has are the exact same arms that Springman has. And nothing different there. <laughs> and then his stage, while different than Springman's stage, is functionally the exact fucking same. It is a flat, square boxing with no obstacles to interfere with gameplay. That's oh, it. Oh, nice. It is utterly boring. Springtron is not going to be playable. I am saying it now. So you're saying he has the least likely chance of any character? Including the characters that are already spirits and assist trophies, yes. Okay. Including Biff? Biff doesn't count. Okay. The next and final character that was added to the game is Dr. Coyle. Dr. Coyle is the true villain of the game. Uh, they were the last one added uh, in December of 2017. They are who the new final boss is when you play on the higher difficulties of the game. I quit playing before Dr. Coyle was released. I'm pretty sure... I'm, I, know <laughs> I, I know I've played... I might have played after, like, a couple times, but I don't think I really tried her out. I was just like, oh, hey, the final mm -hmm. stuff's in the game. Let's just play a little bit. Oh, she made Helix. She made Helix. I think she, wow. she might have also made Headlock. I'm not entirely sure about that. I don't see Headlock being mentioned on her wiki page, so this could be... Nope, she is the creator, or at least one of them, of Headlock, Springtron, and Helix, as well as being responsible for the reanimation of Master Mummy. Wow. So she's pretty integral to the uh, lore of late. arms. She's mm -hmm. also apparently the... She, she is considered to be the most likely suspect for whoever stole the blueprints from Mechanica to create Springtron. <laughs> okay. Nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, as for what she has, uh, her three arms she has are the Lockjaw, the Parabola, and the Birdchuck. Birdchuck is just an iceberg for the Nunchucks. Parabola is just another uh, parasol. And the Lockjaw, uh, it actually has a very similar appearance to Headlock's Mask. And I'm trying to see what it can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's an explosive type. You punch forward and it creates an explosion. That's pretty much all I got on the page here. Without mm -hmm. booting up the game and looking at it, I don't entirely know. And even if I had booted up the game and played every character to see what their arms were, I would not remember all the details. So, I did yeah. not. So there's and If there wasn't as much to research, I probably would have. Oh, I'm not quite done yeah. with Dr. Coyle. There's a oh, are more. you? Yes. Well, I didn't get into her abilities. First of all, did you know that Dr. Coyle does not have a jump? No, she I does not. She does not jump. She levitates the whole time. 
<laughs> and you can increase uh, how high she's levitating by with with a jump button. I'm not sure if you have to hold it and then she falls back down if you let go, or if it's just like a short burst in the air and then she falls back down. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, she can dash and guard at any height because of this. She's registered wow. as being on the ground at any altitude, which means some weapons uh, will always be in their ground form instead of their flight form, like the Scorpio and Funchuck. Uh, mm-hmm. She can briefly activate an additional arm? <coughs> what? Oh, Holy buddy. shit. An extra arm will appear on a random shoulder of Dr. Coyle uh, after you've been charging for a long period of time. And it matches mm-hmm. whatever arm is on that side of her. Wow. Well, yeah. Wow. That is mm-hmm. insane. I didn't yeah. know she could do that. Me either. Uh, and then as you mentioned, her stage is in brackets named name redacted so it's the name is apparently classified whatever her lab is <laughs> which is kind of clever but also kind of dumb i'm gonna be honest because <laughs> that means like whenever you want to yep. talk about her stage you have to call it oh yeah the name redacted stage. it's like what what do you mean name redacted i mean the stage is called name redacted what uh okay <laughs> it's mm-hmm. uh, a pretty long stage it's got uh Floating test tubes that hang from up that hang from the ceiling or pipes from above, rather. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what else to say about that. I think it's a fairly popular stage. It's got a conveyor belt on it, but yeah, like when we were is. talking about this with our our pal Kelly, he was talking about how oh, I would love for name redacted to be the stage so we can get the music track, blah 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 blah. So I mean, we're getting the music regardless. That's true. We'll probably get a track from each stage. That's likely. Honestly, that would not surprise me. Unlike, you know, Square Enix or other companies, Sakura doesn't have to worry about uh, necessarily getting the permission from a company to use their music. I mean, I guess in a way he kind of does, like he has to get Nintendo's permission. But why would Nintendo say, no, you can't have the music from ARMS, but here, have Square Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, precisely. Um, What's interesting here, I think... uh... It's not a likelihood, but I mean, if he say Helix is playable, uh, because of the background with Doctor Coyle and because of the popularity of Name Redacted, I could see Name Redacted still being his stage. That's possible. Yeah, which because it's essentially a more intuitive version of the DNA lab. Yeah, yeah. Like so stage wise, if they're picking a stage <clears throat> and not caring if it's connected to the character or not, I think it's going to be either Spring Stadium or the uh, Sky Arena. Just because those mm-hmm. are the, the stages that are like more, more symbolic of the entire game overall. It'd yeah. be unfortunate because they're also two of the more boring ones, but those are like the generic arms stadiums. So I could kind of see it. Yeah, like I could see Max Brass being playable, and then you still get Spring Stadium. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah. So looking at all these characters, there's fifteen of them. Uh, five mm-hmm. of them are already spirits. Two of them have me costumes. One of them has an assist trophy. Who do you think has the best odds of being our playable arms fighter? Oh, man. Uh, if we are including the characters that already have some presence in the game, mm-hmm. I would say I would fear Min Min just because we know that there is a strong community support surrounding her. And I don't think that would normally matter, but you have the statistical 
facts presented to you in the game through the party crash results. Yeah, definitely. So it's a little a little different. Um, those are those are my thoughts there anyway. Um, because but then otherwise, um, I think Springman would have a great chance still. There's just the assist trophy thing really is what makes it muddled and difficult to say because having that extra additional coding in the game, like, oh, download Springman, Springtron will be the assist trophy or whatever. That might be a little weird. And then I'm not sure what the technical aspect of that would entail. Like, say that one person has the Springman DLC and the other person doesn't. Um, would a Springman assist trophy appear on stage when you're playing online or would it be Springtron or would it be different depending on the player? It's There's a lot of different functions to keep in mind that would be i mean i don't uh, know that that yeah. matters if yeah some, i'm not if, sure if if i have Springman and you don't mm-hmm. and we're playing online i don't see why it couldn't be set up so that i would see springtron assist trophy and you would see Springman assist trophy the code just has to check does this player have this dlc yes show springtron no okay. show Springman. If they if they're the exact same functionality, and it's just a matter of what texture is being displayed. I don't see there being a problem with it at all. They've already shown that with the Cuphead uh, Spirit Battle, if you have the Cuphead uh, uh, costume DLC, then you fight a Me Gunner wearing that outfit. But if you don't, then you're fighting Mega Man. They've they've already done that. Oh, okay, nice. In that case, I. Uh... Can see that the point is moot but regardless uh because of the assist, assist trophy usage and just that that's uncharted territory it is um i'm i'm still not totally comfortable on on get, gauging Springman's likelihood it's to me it's no more than it could be that way or it could not be that way fair um yeah uh of them all i feel like min min and ribbon girl are probably the most likely because ribbon girl is more is easier to implement uh, still kind of a fan favorite. Uh, Ninjara, to me, I don't know why I'm not really quite feeling him as well. Maybe it's because he's not as much of a standard bearer in terms of the arms that he represents the abilities. Right. Uh, same for Twintel, because it's just the it's the hair, the hair as opposed to the arms themselves. But either way, they're all like popular characters and therefore all at least have a decent likelihood if we're disobeying the fact that they're already present in the game somehow. Uh, if we're not thinking about them, though, that's where things get interesting, because the remaining characters are DLC fighters, or they're just not as uh, not as popular as the ones who have already been represented. Uh, of them, I think that Miss and Go and, and Helix have the most interesting capabilities. Mm-hmm. And therefore would be the ones that I would personally like to see the most. Whether that translates as who's likeliest, I'm not sure. I could see Dr. Coyle possibly uh, being likelier or Max Brass being likelier because they have more of a presence in the game. Springtron, no chance. Uh, Kid Cobra, possibly. He's he's more of a basic fighter, so it'd be easy to implement. Uh, Lollipop, I don't see it happening personally. Uh, Mechanica, I don't see it happening. Bite and Bark, I don't see it happening. Master Mummy, I don't see it's happening. So I guess my top three, if you will, for non-represented fighters 
uh, for saying that they don't have a presence in Smash yet, would be in no particular order: uh, Miss and Go, Helix, and Max Brass. How about you? So I pretty much agree with you. Um, actually, I might entirely agree with you. I have to go back to all the characters again. <laughs> but um, the, the way I'm looking at all things, Springman has high likelihood purely because he's the main face of the game. But mm-hmm. Spirit, Meat Costume, Assist Trophy, all three big hits against him. Even if they say, oh, Spirits don't matter, they can still be playable. All right, but he's also a Meat Costume that was added in the DLC. For... Actually, no, I think, was he base roster Meat Costume? I, think it was. I can't recall. I think, I think him head. and Rimgirl okay. both were. I don't think they were DLC. But then the mm-hmm. assist trophy as well. Sure, we discussed that they could always just texture change it to Springtron, but uh, I, I saw somebody make a comment about Springman and why they didn't think he had any chance at all. And it pretty much boiled mm-hmm. down to it boiled down to the fact that so they made an announcement that it's going to be an arms fighter. It's one of these fifteen. Have fun guessing mm-hmm. and speculating over it. But if it was just Springman and what's the point of that? What's the That's point true. in giving us three months to hype and speculate over any one of these 15 unique armed spiders and who they could be? Well, I say 15 unique, but we know Springtron, not that. Mm-hmm. What, what's the point of having all that hype built around it could be any of these wacky characters when it's just Springman? That's That'd true. That'd be a major letdown, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it'd be a similar case for Ribbon Girl as well, because while she is more interesting than Springman, it's still not enough compared to all of the other characters. Again, not counting Springtron. True. Uh, Ninjara's got his teleportation and stealth aspects, which could be interesting. Twintail has the uniqueness of the hair, but I do kind of agree with you on the point that if is picking an arm starter, he's probably going to pick somebody that has actually extendable arms. Mm-hmm. Which Quintel uses her hair, so I don't. I really don't see that happening. Which of, so of the uh, spirit characters, I do agree with you. I think Min Min is the most likely to be upgraded from spirit mm-hmm. to fighter, and it's all because of the party crash. If Ninjara won the party crash instead of Min Min, I'd be saying Ninjara, but she's oh, already yeah. proven she has the popularity. So it's real easy to just say like, "Hey, this is the character that fans love. Well, let's go with that character." It just makes total sense. Make the most people mm-hmm. happy as you can. But the, out of all the other ones, Master Mummy, I think, has no shot. Mechanica, no shot. Bite and Bark, while they would be extremely unique, I say no shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kid Cobra has a minor shot, but I don't think it's going to be enough. <coughs> Helix has a pretty good chance. Uh, he's a weird character, so I don't know how too many people would be like, it might feel like it's a random choice, considering he's literally a random science experiment that just happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as like the uniqueness and capabilities that he has, he's pretty high up there. Max Brass, yeah. bit of the opposite. He doesn't really have much unique to him. His arms are all kind of basic. But his abilities mm-hmm. are, holy shit, strong on him. And then mm-hmm. you give him kind of a Lucario effect where the more damage he has, you know, the stronger he is. And yeah, he gets more um, swole. Yeah, in, in the base game, he's the quote-unquote antagonist. He's the big yeah. guy you got to fight at the end. So that would kind of make sense. Well, the pop, I agree with yeah. you. Not going to happen. Misango has his really interesting uh, spirit mechanic that he can swap between. And there's really no character like Misango in Smash at all. Not only the whole mm-hmm. extendable arms aspect, but 
the ancient Mayan fighter. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Springfield, mm-hmm. less than 0%. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> the only thing I really disagree with you on is I don't think Dr. Coyle really has a good shot at all. I just don't see it. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it because she just seems too, too OP. Yeah. It's like, if they pick a character that's already spirit, I'm backing Min Min. If it's characters mm-hmm. that aren't spirits, Helix, Misango, Max Brass, they feel like the top three. If I have to pick one, if I have to go with one that I think is most likely... I am mm-hmm. picking, I'm going to say not Max Brass. And I'm, I'm going to say Helix. Okay. Uh, I'm saying mm-hmm. not Max Brass because Sakurai has shown that with Smash 4 and with Smash Ultimate, he loves going for the new, big, unique mechanics that other characters don't have and throwing something new in Smash, especially when it comes to DLC fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something that I necessarily think he needs to do. Like, some characters can stand on their own without a gimmick. Look at Banjo-Kazooie. Okay, yes, they have the side special, which can only be used five times in one stock. But beyond that, they are gimmick-free. Yep. Terry has these has the back smash, and also the, uh, I don't remember what they're called, but he has those, like, his, his standard special can, uh, no, not yeah, standard special, but he has, special. He has the, uh, yeah. the, like, the super special type of moves. That do like this extra damage and you have to do an input for them. He's got those. Mm-hmm. Hero has all of his magic. Uh, Joker has Arsene. And then Byleth is also technically gimmick free. Mm-hmm. But Byleth doesn't have a gimmick. I mean he has the other weapons but he doesn't have a unique mechanic to him is what I mean out of that. Yeah. Yeah. And Max Brass, well he's got that defensive thing to him. It's really already been done. Yeah. Bowser already has his own super armor, a, a super armor beyond super armor real. I forget what it's called. And then Lucario mm-hmm. already has the uh, comeback mechanic. Helix yeah. is very stretchy, so he's got that cool uniqueness to him. Masango has a spirit swapping, which is kind of similar already to Shulk. And I think that might be another character, or maybe I'm just, maybe I'm not thinking, I might be thinking of a Smashtopia character I've done that also switches between <laughs> their attributes. Yeah, well, only Shulk Helix, comes to mind for me. Well, while Helix is really the most unique of them, and you can more easily come up with a full moveset for form like I did when we were just briefly talking about him, I was like, oh shit, I had the four moves for Helix. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That was easy. <laughs> so I kind of feel like from that respect, Helix might be my number one choice, and I was not expecting that. Because when after that I watched the Direct, I was looking at um, some communities of people discussing who it could be, and I saw people saying, like, oh, it's totally Helix. It's gonna be Helix. That's because it has to be Helix. I'm just like, Helix? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not going to be Helix. Oh, fuck, it might be Helix. Yep. That's pretty much where I stand on it. Could be. Yeah, I, I think we're uh, we're in agreement then. It, it could. If it's going to be a character that's already represented, it's probably Min Min, I think we're saying. And then if it's not, it's probably Helix. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I would be happy with either of those choices. Yeah. I would be happy with most of these choices. Mm-hmm. Some of these choices would confound me, yeah. but very few would disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much the characters who are named Spring would disappoint me. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at um, all the characters in the game now, because we're also going to get spirit battles. That's just going to oh, yeah. happen. So let's say, let's say we get Helix. Uh, we don't get new spirits for the characters that already have spirits. So that'd be one for Master Mummy, Mechanica, Kid Cobra, uh, Max Brass, Bite and Bark, Lola Pop, 
Asongo, Springtron, Dr. Coil. That's nine. Mm-hmm. Then each you had in Biff, you got ten, which is the average number of spirit battles that each DLC has brought. So yeah. that's another argument, I think, to it being a character that isn't that doesn't already have a spirit. Because otherwise you're only going to have... Oh, I mean, otherwise, I mean... I guess you could have 11 spirit battles, which, sure, that's not a problem. Or maybe it's still 10 if we don't get Biff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, but we could also get one for Headlock, too. So who yeah. knows? Who knows? It's very much up in the open. Nobody knows who the fighter is. I'm sure somebody knows who the fighter is. There, there's an insider Sakurai that knows exactly who it is. Of course, Sakurai knows. But as far as us <laughs> in the general community, nobody mm-hmm. knows who it is. We're all just going to be arguing till June about it. Yeah. Which is a lot of yeah, reasons why, uh, once the Direct came out, we were just like, oh shit, we gotta change our plans. We need to cover arms in this next episode. This is perfect. Yeah, timing. that was... Like, if it was yeah. just, if they just told us, oh yeah, it's Springman, or oh yeah, it's Helix, and we probably wouldn't have an episode about arms. The fact that they're just like, it's one of these 15 characters. Have fun thinking about it. I was like, ooh, this could be a fun topic, and I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was cool revisiting arms. And what's funny is that talking about it and reminiscing over the times we did play with it, I was like, "Wow, I'm having a more pleasant time talking about arms than I would be playing arms." Yeah. So yeah, I, thought, I thought you were going <laughs> to say that. Well, oh, well, talking about arms has made me want to try the game again. I was just going to like, not me. Yeah, I mean, like, I can. Hey, I, th- those of you that I, love arms, keep loving arms. Do mm-hmm, your thing. Mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. I gave it a shot. I played it. Not for me. I will probably take part in the full game demo only because I want to see the characters that I missed out on and then after that I'll dip. That's fair. I yeah, I lost yeah. my copy. I don't know where it is. I sold it. <laughs> I sold, sold my copy. my copy? How dare you yeah. sell my copy? Rude. After those holes you dug in front of my house? That's I fair. had to be something to bring. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, that was a... Uh... Good, good old discussion. And as far as uh, any other ARMS content goes, I would imagine there's going to be songs. As far as that goes, we can get the whole darn soundtrack for all I know. It's very possible. I mean, we know for sure we're going to get the main sound, or the, the main track. Yeah. Yeah, like you see the 15 characters there, we get 15 tracks. There you go. I could, well, 16 with the main track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. So there's there's that. Um, is there anything else you discuss uh, for, pertaining to ARMS before we kind of just wrap up? You know, I think that's really it. I mean, I guess there's a possibility the stage could be based off of the mini games, but I really oh, that would not. be nice. <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of shitty. I would, I don't want that yeah. at all. Yeah, this just basketball. There's Ooh, a good stage. Yay! <laughs> when we get NBA Jam oh, and Smash in that case, yeah, that would be that would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Who would be the playable character? Shaq? I, could, I would be okay with that. You he could bring a Shaq Fu to the stage, that too. Game are. Yep. Shaq Fu. And he can sell wine as his final smash. What? Yeah, that would be very pertinent. Okay. Uh, the next episode is going to be a Smashtopia, of course, because Woo-hoo! we just did it on topic, so Smashtopia comes next. And uh, we're going to be talking with a character that people may be overly familiar with. Oh. All considering that they're already in the game. What? Toon Link. Yeah. Wait, we're, we're going to be Toon Link. Yeah, we're talking shop on Toon Link. I wonder how that'll work. Well, uh... I mean, I guess we got to declone him. What else could we possibly be doing? 
That's true. That's true. Because Toon Link is a clone and Toon Link has remained a clone since Brawl. And that's a little disappointing. So we're going to change that. We are. Yeah. So that's the next Mashtopia. We're going to go ahead and, and re revisit Toon Link's set and revise it. And it's going to be a good old time. I think so. But uh, I think so, too. We, we've but been in the meantime, to do one like that where we mm -hmm. take a clone and we oh, that's true. edit them up a bit. And it's finally time mm -hmm. to get to one. It is. And what better character to start with than Toon Link from the beloved video game The Wind Waker. Oh, and also Phantom Hourglass. And technically Four Swords and Four Swords Avengers. And Minish Cap. And Minish Cap. Most of which are great games. Yeah. The DS one's there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but in the meantime, I uh, suppose, like, ARMS has extended its way in. We're going to extend our way out. Yes. It is time to close out the episode. All right. Good well, cheers.